Welcome to Climax Connection Radio, where you will be entertained and educated in the world of all matters sexual. Now here's our host, Sharon Summers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Climax Connection radio show. And as you all know, a couple of days from now is Halloween. And we thought we would have a show where we were mentioning a few different things that maybe you could try to spice up your scary night of the year and make it a little bit of a sexy night of the year as well. Hello, George. What do you think about adding some uh, spice to your Halloween sexual escapades? Hello, Sharon. I think that uh, it pretty much, it comes down to if me personally, I'd I'd have to admit I've never done the whole dressing up for sex thing. I'm really on the fence of would I enjoy it, would I not, since I've never tried it. I think it could work to the point where, depending on how far you want to take it, it could be fun. I I don't see it going terribly wrong unless it, it evolves not into, and the other person is... Other than that, I I don't see it being not fun. I think people definitely have their different ideas of what they find attractive. And some people might find something very arousing and sexy in a costume. And the other person might be, you know, in fits of giggles because it's so funny that somebody's dressing up. There was one costume that's always aroused me very much. And that, of course, is Zorro. What could be sexier than a man coming into your bedroom dressed up as Zorro? And I know in one of my favorite all-time Johnny Depp movies, Don Juan DeMarco, I realize he wasn't playing Zorro in the movie, but the costume that he had on was pretty well Zorro. And I I mean, he never looked more gorgeous than in that movie to me. That was like his (laughs) peak. Every actor has their movie where they peak looks-wise. And from then on, they're aging, they're getting... Not quite as gorgeous. He was absolute physical perfection to me in that movie. I could literally mop up the drool when I watched that movie because he <laughs> looks so perfect. And the Zorro costume on top of it. Oh, wow. If if somebody on Halloween was coming through my bedroom door wearing the Zorro costume, I would be theirs. I would absolutely <laughs> be theirs. So I think one thing, Halloween seems to have evolved over the last few decades, I'm sure you would agree, George, is when we were kids, Halloween was very much a children's holiday, the trick-or-treating and and all these things. But now Halloween seems to be more of an adult holiday. I always say that, and nothing against any man or woman in particular, I think it's it's the one time of the year where you can be, for women, you can be as slutty as you want, (laughs) and nobody will say a thing. That's right. Some of these costumes that they have, they've got like the sexy witch, the sexy nurse, the the cat ones with the little cute little ears and tail and the whiskers drawn on. All these things are very sexy. And yeah, you could be dressed up pretty slutty and it's Halloween. It's okay. By having a mask on, if you go to something, one of the stories that I wrote, I've written a couple of Halloween stories actually, because it's always been a favorite holiday of mine, is it was set at a masquerade ball and these people met wearing these masks and they ended up having sex and they agreed not to take the masks off to keep the air of mystery and something like that may not go that far in real life but 
the idea of it is very sexy. Who's this woman of mystery? Who's this man of mystery? You know, I can see their eyes, but I can't really see all of their face. And it has it's fun. It is. It is. And it hasn't gotten, like you said, it hasn't gotten as, well, I don't think the word slutty fits men, but it hasn't gotten as bad for men as it has gotten sluttier mm-hmm, for women. True. There are some costumes for women nowadays that, oh my gosh. They're designed to bring out your inner slut. If you're not a slut in everyday life, you can be a slut on Halloween night for your costume. I, yes, if you ever, I mean, if you ever wanted to show off your inner slut, oh yeah, Halloween is definitely the day. There's no, nothing, nothing's left untouched from what used to be the sexy nurse is now the downright slutty nurse. Mm-hmm. Even nuns. Oh dear, the sexy nuns. Yeah, I I know I have seen on a few sites that I have been on, there are weird, the whole religious blasphemy phone sex, that's a whole other ball game, believe me, that we could get into on a different show. But yes, there are definitely ones that come from that kind of a background, especially ones that come from a Catholic background, that there's weird stuff in their minds going on with priests and nuns and sex toys shaped like religious artifacts that like i said that's a whole other show but (laughs) going back even before halloween became much more of an adult holiday i'm sure you remember elvira she was a sexy you know halloweeny type with the cleavage and the black hair and oh absolutely absolutely yeah yeah she was she was flaunting what her assets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Elvira was always very sexy. And even though she was around other times during the Halloween, she's just somebody that came into my mind as a sexy Halloween type of uh, persona. And Dracula. When Dracula was written in the late 1800s, that was an absolutely terrifying character. And Hollywood, of course, sexualized Dracula so that the women were, you know, pulling their hair aside to give him access to their neck. It's like you (laughs) wanted Dracula to bite your neck. Sexy vampires, this is very popular these days. Well, they certainly didn't start out that way. They were absolutely terrifying. That book, that original Bram Stoker's book, was just extremely terrifying when it came out, you know, in that time age that that came out because there wasn't anything that was really that horrifying. And even when you look at when they first made the first film of that in the 1920s, it was a very ghoulish, scary character. And now, by the 70s, I remember the first one that I can remember seeing, the one that was played by Frank Langella. That was like one of the first really sexy vampires. And then it's just been escalating since. George Hamilton was a very sexy vampire in When Love at First Fight. I couldn't remember his last yes. name, and he's the one that came to mind. Yeah. He just he just turned that character around. Oh, yes. And he's still very handsome all these decades later, and I think that movie was about 1978. I remember seeing that when I was a little girl. I know it was done in a very campy way, that movie, but he was a darn handsome man, and he still is. He's still very debonair and handsome. One of the few celebrities I've noticed that no matter what talk show he goes on, he is always dressed to the nines and looks perfect. <laughs> so many of these celebrities that go on these talk shows, they look like they were grocery shopping when they came into the studio they're just dressed like bums 
they really don't care. No. Huh? He is always impeccably dressed, which I think a celebrity should be if you're in the public eye, but that's a whole other show again. But yes, he was a very sexy uh, debonair vampire in his cape and everything. So there are definitely sexy elements to scary things that come along in these costumes. And of course, you could always rent, well, I guess maybe people don't rent movies anymore. I guess they watch them on the computer or on demand or Netflix or whatever they do with them. You could always watch scary movies so that you can cuddle close to your sweetie on Halloween as well. Good, yes, yes, it is, it is a, a good cuddling mm-hmm. card. It is. <laughs> yes, it it's is. It's a good excuse to get very close, squeeze their hand because you're frightened at all the yes, scary things in the movies. I think movies today are too gory for me, the ones that they come out with. When I was growing up, I can think of a movie that I practically have watched every single Halloween since it came out, and there was not one drop of blood in it, and that's the original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. And I think that is such an excellent suspense movie. You can't really beat Halloween. I don't know how you could. It just uh, it was low budget, but it was well written. It was very suspenseful. And yet, because there was no gore in it, you could... You know, let your kids watch that without worrying that they're going to flip out. Well, maybe they would if they're chicken enough. I remember my grandmother was horrified when my mom let me watch that when I was a little kid. She used to take me to all these horror movies when I was little. So I was, uh, you know, maybe that's why my mind is partially warped today, George. Who knows? But I love the original Halloween. It's like you could watch all these different things with your sweetie and cuddle up to them and have a very sexy Halloween. Absolutely. And you'd make the the living room or wherever you would be watching, you'd make that room nice and dark. Candles only. Candles only. Yeah. Heaven forbid if you were to hear some strange noise, aside from the movie itself, you would jump or make you look all around. Oh, God. But it's true. I, I, I've never been a huge fan. I enjoyed, and I say in past tense because just like you said, it's all become, let's see how much gore yeah. we can fit into an hour and a half. I don't like the kind of stuff they come out with now. I think the true suspenseful movies, Hitchcock, Psycho, absolute classic. And there was no blood in that either, except for going down the drain in the shower scene. But I mean, you didn't see the knife going in her body. Today, of course, they would show... All of that gore stuff. I think it's far more scary when you have that suspense. Yes. It really yes. is. Like, I, Psycho I, I, and Halloween I, I, are just classics. Now it's all guts and yeah. blood from beginning to end. And, and a lot of people, I mean, the younger generations may say, well, yeah, that's what it's all about. I, I don't, I guess, it, I guess it is. Uh, you, I mean, you can't go against the times. I just look at it from when we were younger it was it, it was really all about getting scared, yes. and I see them more now as about there's a scare factor, but it's more like how can we gross people out? Yeah, it's not for me for over an hour. Not for me. No, yeah, and I've I've, I've turned away. Not for me. I, I don't watch the modern uh, horror stuff that they do either. But that would be a great way to get close to your lover on Halloween would be to watch a couple of scary movies all cuddled up close together and that fear is still an arousing emotion you could feel very you know aroused at the end of a movie because you're all worked up these are things that could happen and then you could go dress up in your sexy little costume and have a very sexy evening one thing I know that a few clients have told me that sort of uh, brings me around to Halloween even though it's kind of bizarre, is some of them have actually fucked a piece of fruit, like a melon. And I'm thinking, I guess you could switch from a cantaloupe to a pumpkin at Halloween, couldn't you? (laughs) 
I, I guess you can. Put I that jack-o'-lantern to good use. There's no point in tossing it out until it's finished. I guess so. I, I was unaware that it had more than just that use. That's right. You'll never look the at a jack-o'-lantern you know. the same way again, George. You never will. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No, no, no. I've been enlightened. Well, there's men doing things with fruits and vegetables. I hear about these things, believe me. Uh, I've heard of the cantaloupes. I've heard of carrots, apples. That was very bizarre. All kinds of things. Cucumbers, the things that people put in places that they really shouldn't because they're afraid to buy toys sometime and have their wife or their girlfriend find them. But I have talked to somebody that did a cantaloupe, and I thought, well... They have the little small pumpkins. They're not all, you know, 20-pound pumpkins. They've got ones that you can hold in your hand, the little cute, you know, the little doorstop ones that are tiny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Imagine, yes, they do. Uh, imagine making a hole in that and going to town on it. Oh, God, I, I guess that is really kind of I, sad, actually, if, if that's what Halloween has come to, that you're fucking a vegetable on Halloween. But I guess there's worse things <laughs> that people could be doing, but that is an option to spice up your I guess it is. I mean, <laughs> do you remove the seeds? Oh, no, because I would think the seeds and the, the slimy stuff inside would be very lubricating. I mean, I haven't done a pumpkin in years carving it up as a jack-o'-lantern. I can't even remember. It's probably been about 20 years since I did that. But when you pull that stuff out with your hands, your hands are very slippery and slimy. The consistency of that, honestly, probably would feel good as a lube because it's so slippery it's very it's not sticky but it's slippery uh, it's been a long time since i've had my hand on a pumpkin but i, I this for is a bizarre those, conversation isn't it all these for things, all those yeah. for all those listening who are on a jet and can't afford lube you can't afford a flashlight by god you can go down to the amp and buy a pumpkin <laughs> Yes, so you will make your kid happy and yourself once your kid is done oh, with it. Yeah, don't let Junior find out what Daddy's doing to the pumpkin after. Uh, no, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, let 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 them enjoy it first. That's right. Yeah, that would be interesting. Daddy's going in the garage with the pumpkin for the next half hour. Junior, don't knock. Yeah, just yes. just leave Daddy alone. <laughs> oh goodness, I know the crazy things that people are doing. And one thing that they have on one of the sex toys sites that I write for is they have chocolate body paints and I always thought that would be fun and those are kind of expensive the ones you could probably go to the dollar store and get a paintbrush and go to the supermarket and get a bottle of Hershey's chocolate syrup and it would work basically the same as the chocolate body paint but that would be fun to be laying there on the bed like a canvas as your lover was painting you know, naughty words on you or little shapes and then licking them off. That could be something fun to do. You can't go wrong with chocolate. Mm-mm. And I think I think chocolate is has kicked it up a notch as to where many, many years ago, it, well, even now it still is, a, a lot of people will use honey. Oh, that is so sticky. Well, I guess the chocolate syrup is sticky as well. I have. I Again, I've never, never tried it. Well, I wouldn't recommend that for a woman to put that on her vagina because that kind of sugar will be really priming you for a yeast infection (laughs) if you do that. To put it on the outside of a man's cock or on the nipples or buttocks, 
totally fine, but I really would caution any woman to put stuff with sugar in her pussy because that's just asking for trouble. You don't want to have that a yeast infection. I was no, thinking no, no. Yes. Um, something that I love to eat. It's actually, I wouldn't say it's it's not gross. The item is not gross itself, but how I consume it, I'm sure people would be horrified because I only ever really eat it right out of the jar. I don't ever put it on anything. And that is that chocolate heaven in a jar known as nutella the chocolate hazelnut spread i think i only ever eat that with a spoon or a knife and i will have a couple of mouthfuls of that it is just it's sheer bliss (laughs) in a jar and i was thinking the other day as i was standing at the kitchen counter with my knife fishing around in the bottom of the nutella jar as i was lifting it off i was thinking of a phone partner that i adored and i was thinking god i would love to slather his cock with this nutella and lick it off that was what i was thinking as i'm standing there licking the nutella off the knife thinking i would rather be licking this off of his dick So you can have all kinds of fun with food. Whipped cream as well. There was that movie about 15, probably more than that, years ago with that guy from Dawson's Creek with the whipped cream bikini. It wasn't a very good movie, but I remember that scene with the whipped cream bikini. You'd have to move quickly with that because the whipped cream out of the can, it wouldn't take long for that to start to melt and slide off of you. Yes, that is true. You'd that have to true. be moving pretty quickly with that. But that could be fun. Yes. I, I, I have no doubts. Yeah, whipped cream, chocolate, honey. I'm sure you. I'm sure right now all our male users are still <laughs> stuck on you licking a chocolatey <laughs> cock. So everything I'm pretty much saying right now, I'm pretty sure it's going in one ear and out the other. Mm. <laughs> the male version is still picturing Sharon sucking a chocolatey cock i would <laughs> so. i swear to god i absolutely would i would love to slather his cock with that nutella and lick it off just that nutella if people have not bought this stuff you have to buy a jar of it it is chocolate heaven in a jar i think the only thing i've actually put it on was i baked up some croissants those pillsbury um you know, the little crescent roll things that you get uh-huh. in the tube and you put them in the oven. And I yes. put some of the Nutella on that. And it was pretty good. But I thought, well, I kind of prefer the croissants with jam. So I think maybe I'll just eat the Nutella out of the jar. <laughs> and it's like when I have a craving for something sweet and I don't have any cookies or anything in the house, I think, well, why don't I have a couple mouthfuls of Nutella? <laughs> <laughs> and it is delicious. It is absolutely it, it, it really is. It really is. And for those of you who are listening to us and might be turned off because of the fact that it has hazelnut, it's a very, very light hint of it. Oh, it's delicious. It, it, it's, it's, it's way more chocolatey than, oh, yeah. than, than hazelnutty. So if anybody's like, oh, no, hazelnut, oh, yuck. No, it is. You, it's heaven. It's sheer it, heaven. You barely pick up the hazelnut flavor on it. So, well, for people that don't know, I don't know how many people have eaten those Ferrero Rocher chocolates, which are absolutely fantastic. It's the same. Oh. It's the same people that make that Ferrero Rocher. Oh. The, the what is it? The Ferrero Company. That's Nutella is like the inside of the Ferrero Rocher chocolate. So that's what it tastes like. It tastes exactly like the inside, the chocolate gooey part. Of the Ferrero Rocher chocolates. That's what it is. And I've tried it with a peanut butter sandwich. Like, rather than peanut butter and jelly, I had peanut butter and Nutella. Because, of course, who doesn't love chocolate and peanut butter? But um, <laughs> it was okay. But I just far prefer just to eat it on its own. 
couple spoonfuls of it. It's just, it's like an orgasm in a jar. It's just absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I cannot go on about this stuff enough. It's fantastic. It really is very, very good. And and I it would, I agree. It would, I it would complement if you're looking to have an extra happier, spicy sexual evening. Definitely something to look into. What guy would bulk? If you said, well, I want to slather this on your cock and then lick it off. I can't imagine any guy saying, no, you're not going to do that to me. Get out of here. I can't imagine a guy no, saying I, that. That's not going to happen. No. Go ahead. No, no. Put no. it on. <laughs> I, they, I, they'd probably empty the entire jar mm-hmm. on themselves. Absolutely. <laughs> Just so you had to be there for a while. That's right. Or a lady having some on her nipples licked off. Who is going to object to that? And then, of course, after you're finished and you're all covered in chocolate and cum, you could, of course, have a shower together and wash what, it all off. What a perfect way to end your evening. Or it could be the start. That's right. Get clean again before you get dirty again. There's always tips that we're giving people to have a sexy Halloween. Keep that jar right on the nightstand. Watch after this podcast debuts, stocks, you know, and sales of Nutella go through the roof. People have to try this stuff. They have to hear it. They have to hear yes, it for yes. themselves. It really, it, it really, I, I think it could make for a very, very interesting night it surprises me that people all don't know what this product is george because i mentioned this the other day to somebody i was chatting with and he said he gave me this brand of peanut butter i said no i said this stuff isn't peanut butter it's chocolate you know spread it's very sweet it is good on something like croissants or some people like it in the peanut butter sandwich but it just is sheer heaven it's good on its own it's good for sexual purposes get a jar for the kitchen and a jar for the bedroom and it's and it's healthier than peanut from butter. what i it, it's, well, it's healthier sweet. Than... it's a lot sweeter than peanut butter so it would have a lot yes, more sugar yes but mm-hmm. there's lots of ways that people are using food in their sex lives there was a client of mine that i talked to and the lube that he was using was not an actual lube it was coconut oil that came like in a mm. jar and he, he's one of the very few that I watched on cam. I, I normally don't ever watch people on cam because that doesn't really appeal to me. But this guy was very nice, so I agreed. And he, he pulled out this jar out of his bedside table, and he had a little teaspoon. And I said, what is that? Because it looked like a jar of mayonnaise on, on cam. <laughs> and he said, oh, this is coconut oil. And he said, see how it's like a semi-solid and then he scooped a little bit in the spoon and put it on his hand and then it started to melt. And he said, I got some of this and I was cooking with it. And he said, as soon as I saw how it started to melt, I knew that it would feel good on my cock. And I have actually read of a number of guys using the coconut oil that you get at the grocery store in the jar that looks white. They start smoothing it all over their dick and they said it feels absolutely fantastic. And that's a natural product. They seem very happy using the coconut oil on their cocks. I think it would work well especially for women who are not against but are reluctant to give oral sex maybe something it would taste good i would think something that has a flavor might be more appealing mm-hmm. well then you have flavored lubes but you could use a food item on your guy for sure now now obviously nutella is not a lube that's just to enhance the flavor but there's all kinds of things you could get from the grocery store to make things tastier and i think this brings us to our first commercial break we'll be right back this program is brought to you in part by climaxconnection.com 
Have you been looking for a free adult community website with chat rooms with free audio and video chat, erotic short stories and audios, and forums and profile pages to find free phone sex, cam sex, and cyber sex partners on? Then check out ClimaxConnection.com today, because we all want to connect. We are back from our commercial break. Thank you for staying with us. Very interesting so far. Yes. Another thing that I can think of for Halloween is a lot of women, as we know, are always attracted to the bad boys. There's all kinds of women that are attracted to bad boys in the extreme, like ones that are attracted to men in prisons. That is really scary to me when you hear on the news some of these men that have done such awful things and they've been able to find a wife behind bars and get married. That is just all Halloween aside. Yes, that is just scary. It is. I mean, uh, there's definitely some scary things going on with the things that people are attracted to. And this happens. I'm sure you've heard of lots of cases like this, too. It's, It's unbelievable because and women will justify it just by saying, oh, but. I love a bad boy. Well, there's bad boys and then there's criminals. (laughs) There's ones that have raped, murdered, cut up, everything. And it's like, I can think of a couple of criminals that were better looking than average. They had whole fan clubs. I can think of that awful case. You're in California, George, so I know you would have heard even more about it than it was on the national news. That awful case a number of years ago of that Scott Peterson that killed his pregnant wife, Lacey. And he's, where is he? San Quentin right now. And he's got a whole legion of women that writing him and wanting to be with him and stuff. And there's all kinds of ones. There was all these criminals that have these women that are after them. And it's like, this is a really scary side to attraction. I've written blogs on this topic, actually. And these women find these men, they know they're not going to be able to cheat on them with other women because they're literally locked up behind bars. I remember reading a few months ago that awful um, Night Stalker one, also in California, that Richard Ramirez. You remember that case, George, the Night Stalker? Yes. Yes. And he found a wife in prison. He was married. And I think, my God, people like this are behind bars. One of the Menendez brothers got married behind bars. Well, I just read recently that Charles Manson. Well, he's been there for a long time, yeah, since the 60s. He's getting married. Oh, God, are you serious? He has, yes. I have not heard this. This girl that's in her early 20s. Oh, my God. And she, her comments are nothing short of, I love him, I want to be with him, and he's just misunderstood, and I don't judge him for what he did. And I'm sure her parents are very proud. Oh, yes, I'm sure she's the wow. pride and joy of the family. That's just horrifying. And it's sad. When I've done the research on these blogs on this topic that I've written about, even in cases where the man gets out and they do be with this woman, these relationships never go well. They usually break up very soon after he's released and they can be together, even though they've been pining away, or rather the woman has been pining away. I'm sure the man is just thinking, this woman's a sap, possibly a ticket out of here. But there's definitely people involved in scary scary type of situations like that just awful people no matter how awful they are they seem to still be able to attract women they have this following yes that i i can't explain why women seem to be attracted to them serial 
killers, like you said, rapists. The worst of the worst. That awful case that was here in Canada last year in Montreal of that awful man that killed that poor guy and filmed it, and then he uploaded the tape of it online. You remember that case? Yes. And he cut him up and everything. Oh, it was just a disgraceful, awful case. And he's got women, fans, writing him. Because this guy, before he was put in the pen, considered himself some kind of possible model. Because they showed all these pictures (laughs) online that he'd had professionally taken, you know, before he got into this killing business. He was a real narcissist. And he had all these pictures, these modeling pictures of himself. And so some of these women thought, oh, gee, he's really handsome. I'm going to go after him. Regardless of the fact that he'd killed and tortured animals, killed and tortured and mutilated and dismembered people, oh, it was just awful, the stuff that goes on. It's like, what is the matter with these women that they're attracted to somebody like that? Obviously, they have a screw loose themselves, even if they're not criminals themselves. They've got some serious problems. There has to be some issue behind it because it's, I don't think it's any any normal human being would be mentally capable of finding, like, like I was saying, this 20-year-old girl with Charles Manson. Oh, God. What can she possibly find attractive in that man? Well, he's like in his 70s, first of all, isn't he? He's got to be. He's got to be in his 70s. I I, I believe so, yes. Yeah, late 70s, probably at that. I don't have his exact age, but it is pretty old. But, I mean, he's pure evil. It's just hard to imagine that people have gone so off the rails that this is what they're finding attractive. I mean, I can understand people in your real life that you have an attraction for that may not be typically handsome or they may be a little bit different. All these things like this of disfigured people being attracted to people that have deformities, all these things I discover when I'm doing research for these blogs, it's really horrifying some of the stuff that I read about of people being attracted to ones that are beyond unsuitable for them, that their families would be horrified that this is who they have become attracted to, and they've got lots of mental problems that this is what they're aiming for, because they're never going to be able to have a normal relationship with somebody that's locked up behind bars. The other person's, in most cases, never going to be able to have sex with them. Just very strange things that people can become attracted to. I understand the ones that are behind bars, okay, but the ones that are still out there that haven't been caught yet, at what point does a huge red flag do not, does not go off in your head and you say to yourself as a woman, well, what makes me so safe knowing that by being with him, I may, I may just be the next one he kills? That's right. Well, if they know what he's done, if they accept it, a lot of these women, even when they have proof, they won't believe it. They won't believe that this person did these things. There was a case recently here in Canada of a criminal over 20 years ago, and I well remember this case. I know that it was known about in the States, but certainly not anywhere near as well as it was known about in Canada of awful, awful murderer named Paul Bernardo and his wife, Carla Homolka. And they kidnapped young schoolgirls, sexually tortured them, and then murdered them. And there was an article online I saw a couple of months ago that he had managed to find one of these women online that wanted to marry him. And her family was trying to talk her out of it, obviously. I don't know whether she's been able to break away from him. I haven't read anything since, but he was just 
evil personified. And it's like, how the hell is this girl believes that he didn't do these things? He was framed when he had raped well over a dozen women. He murdered at least two that were known about. Who knows how many more that were not? And he videotaped all these crimes. Oh, it was just an awful case here in Canada for ones that know about it. Somebody like that that's done all these awful things is still able to get some woman, some delusional woman, and yet she wasn't stupid. She was some university-educated person. She was well-educated, but for some reason, they just delude themselves into the fact that this is who they want. It's unbelievable, though, how manipulative these people are, Mm -hmm. that a lot of them will brainwash the other into believing that what they've done either isn't wrong or that they didn't do it. And like you said, and and people will believe them. Hard to understand. It really is. It's amazing. It really is. As if the average guy isn't bad enough lots of times the way that they can cheat on you, lie to you. Is that not bad enough? You know, and sometimes if we are addicted to somebody enough, no matter what kind of behavior they exhibit, we keep taking them back no matter how many times they cheat no matter how many times they lie to you even though that's not criminal they're just jerks they're chronic jerks basically and there's lots of uh, lots of guys like that out there that we have to deal with to me that's bad enough to deal with that but you know literally somebody that's a murderer or rapist that's cut people up that's just evil and yet they're able to get women it's unbelievable i don't see how logic doesn't set in for some women no i want i want somebody who's really bad that will do just it then. a liar <laughs> a, a liar or a cheater jail. no that's that's too vanilla pretty what? scary it it is. i mean th- th- things in general i remember john bobbitt oh his, john, yes yes john, the one that the wife cut his dick off yes and as soon as women found out that he had his junk cut off <laughs> women were lining up to have sex with him well, they were able to reattach it, and I remember he actually made a porn movie not that long after to show yes. people that it was working. Yes. Yeah, that was a ridiculous case. That really was. I'm sure he deserved it. He probably did. She didn't cut his dick off for no reason. There's a lot of people I've read in the Philippines. Where is it? I think it's the Philippines that is the penis reattachment center of the world, because that's more common there i believe it could be singapore or something but i was sure it was the philippines that i had read it's one of those countries around there where that is the most common place in the world for that sort of action to happen and i remember laughing i mean women laugh when they hear this the guys aren't laughing when they hear this but the women are thinking well they must have done something to deserve that and i remember years ago there was an article that i had seen i think it was in the toronto star and i remember cutting it out and mailing it this was before internet and stuff And I remember mailing it to this friend of mine because I knew that she would find it funny. I was laughing so hard because it was this article about this woman that had cut off her husband's penis because he had cheated on her. And she wanted to make sure that they did not reattach it. And damned if she didn't buy a helium-filled balloon, tie the penis to it, and set it off in the sky so that it would not be found to be able to be reattached. I was laughing hysterically when I read this article. And I was thinking, this is a woman with a plan, you know? she's definitely thought this through before she cuts it off to go to the store and buy the helium filled balloon he will not get it back he will never get it back (laughs) it will not be reattached no matter how good of a doctor they have it is gone into the clouds his dick is up in the sky and i thought that was a hilarious article and you thought that was hilarious i'm thinking a step ahead i'm thinking 
once the helium dies, imagine the person walking down the street and that <laughs> oh, falls no. from the sky. What's this shriveled up thing that's tied to the end of this deflated balloon? Yes, well, you're just walking, minding your business like any other day. Yeah, that'd be awful. And a dick falls from the sky. <laughs> well, by the time the helium would go away and how many miles it would have been carried in the wind, that poor dick would be shriveled up and in no state for reattachment at that point. It'd look like a three-day-old hot dog, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, the men are all crossing their legs that are listening to this, thinking this awful woman is laughing at some poor man yes. getting his penis oh, cut off. God, men are cringing right I'm now. sure they are, but I thought that it was amusing. I really did. There's all kinds of things that uh, people do in fits of anger. I remember hearing once about a lady that used crazy glue when her husband was asleep and glued his penis oh. to the side of his thigh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Well, the saying exists because it's true. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. My goodness, is that ever true? It is. The things that we women can think of. Very all, inventive. You guys are lucky that you don't have, have anything hanging between your legs. <laughs> and why, why always aim for that? Oh, gosh. It's the symbol of what they have done. If they've cheated, it's because they put that in another woman it, because it goes it goes back to being little every time you get into a fight what do girls do kick a kid in the nuts yeah yeah <laughs> you have no no idea what fucking is but a girl gets mad at you she kicks you in the mm -hmm. nuts because they know <laughs> always, it's gonna hurt it's gonna why hurt do, and we're we're always thinking why do they aim there yeah. we don't have we don't have a, a target <laughs> per se no like oh i'm gonna get her back and hit her oh yeah no that won't do anything no it is entertaining in a way <laughs> to think about it the mean things that people can do but even in cases where there's people that have kidnapped somebody they call it stockholm syndrome where the person starts to have feelings and sympathize with the captor. Well, wasn't it just recently guy or was it guys that got caught that they had kidnapped? What Were they family members? Was it like three women that they had for I don't know how many oh, years? Oh, that one that was in, uh, where was it, Ohio? I, I believe yes. so. And he, he, he like, hung himself in the jail. Yeah. He had, he had, he had well, they didn't, they did not fall in love with that man. They were no, not there because they no, wanted no, to be. No. It was three women, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he just used a sex slave felt like it a yes. sex slave and the one it, bore his child that was that was an awful case it's good that he killed himself he doesn't deserve to be around no that was awful the, the world's messed up as it is no there's all kinds of things i mean in that that movie misery where kathy bates tied james Conn to the bed and broke his ankles <laughs> so that he couldn't <laughs> escape because she really liked him she didn't want him going him anywhere <laughs> Sex can get to the point where one person will threaten the other with physical violence. If if you leave me, I'll cut your dick off. Or if you, okay. people will resort to that to install that type of fear amongst the other person just so the other person won't leave them. That is scary. I remember that case, Jeffrey Dahmer, that killed the young men and had sex with them and kept parts of them in his freezer. Oh, and gosh. some of the people that are into that necrophilia will say that they kill the people because they know they won't leave. And it's like, wow, 
if you literally have to kill somebody so they won't leave you, that's beyond sad. I mean, you do not, you do not need a partner. You need you're beyond mental mental help at that point. Yes, you're long gone. Mm-hmm. Very long gone because first of all, it would be nice to tell the person. Well, yes, they do leave you because even though you have the body parts, they will eventually decompose. Oh dear, I know it's awful. Some of the stuff that people get involved in yes. is just yes. horrifying. The things that can arouse some people, it, it is. It, oh, I don't know how. I have. I really don't know how it can. Anyone can get aroused by that. You really have to have issues. Indeed. Indeed. It's definitely taken a creepy turn. (laughs) This is a creepy (laughs) Halloween show, people. It is. We will talk about the creepiest. We will not shy away from any topic, no matter how bizarre. Not at all. Not at all. Just like we gave you some hints as to how to spice it up. That's right. We will talk about the scary, the Mm. horrific, the gory. All's fair. All's fair. I think this brings us to our second commercial break. Yes, it does. We'll be right back. This program is brought to you in part by erotictalkphonesex.com. <laughs> and we're back. What an interesting Halloween show this has been so far. Well, before the last commercial break, George, you mentioned the gory. Something that is a fetish among some men, which to me I've never understood, but I don't understand most of the fetishes people want to talk about where this came from, is guys that like to have sex with women on their periods. Oh, yes, that's true. Have you earned your red wings, George? Or is that a I, little bit too private for I, us to ask? Uh, no, I will. I, I have nothing to hide. I have not. And, and really? I, I have not. me. No, no, yep, no, I haven't. And it is You're something chicken. that <laughs> that would be the, a nice way of putting it. <laughs> yes, oh, that, that would be a nice way of putting it. And if if it comes down to that, yes, I have earned my feathers. It is something, no, that I have I have never tried. It. Well, have, is it because none of the women that you've been with that happened to be on their period at that time they didn't want to? Honestly, yes. Oh, uh, oh honestly, they didn't yes. want to. They oh. didn't, yeah, they they didn't find it appealing themselves. So uh-huh. it was like it was always like no, no, you know, I, no, not now. So it's <laughs> not that you're frightened. It's just that nobody's invited you at that particular time. Right. How, how do exactly. you think you would feel if a woman said, you know what? I really am horny. I would love to have sex, but I do have my period. Is this a problem for you? I probably, that's a good question. And since I've never done it, I don't know how I'd react. <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't. Oh gosh. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, I would never ask a man to go down on me at that time, although there's some men that do like that. But I don't think having sex would be that much of a problem. I, you'd be surprised how many guys have asked me that I chat with, do you masturbate when you have your period? And I say, well, maybe this is all too personal and people don't want to know these things. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> people are really going to get to know us on this show. They really are. Gore and all. They really are. Maybe more than they even want to know, but they will. I have no problem with that. You can definitely get horny during your period. As long as I don't have cramps. Cramps for me, and I guess probably other women, some months they're really bad. Other months there's basically none. If it's a month where there's basically none and I don't feel uncomfortable, I have no problem with it. If you're wearing a tampon, which I do, it's not like you have, you know, blood covering your hand or something. You don't. There's there's no blood if you have a tampon in. So it's like, I have no problem with that at all. Why would I? If you're horny, 
do it. But some men do seem to be reluctant to get in there. I don't know. It just depends on the guy. They seem to either not care. Some of them are interested a bit too much. <laughs> some of the ones that I've talked to. There's not that many on business calls that have ever mentioned that topic, but there are a few. And I remember this one guy and something he said, and I thought, that's, that's a very nice and generous thing to say. He said, if a man really loves his woman, he has no problem licking her any time of the month. And I thought, wow, that's uh, very generous. I, I would be a bit too self-conscious for that because you just, you really don't feel clean. Even if you're wearing tampons and you're right out of the shower, you just don't feel as clean at that time as others. But for regular sex, I would have no problem with that. Other people would do it in the shower. That wouldn't be a problem there. But For guys, I think it would be more of the pulling out and seeing any type of blood mm -hmm. on your junk. That, I think, is what keeps most guys from saying, no, you know, uh, I'll wait. You're not always bleeding heavy. It can definitely vary from almost nothing to being really gory, looking like you would put your dick in a jar of jam, basically. <laughs> um, oh, Lord, people's eyes are rolling, I'm sure. They're thinking, this is just horrifying, what we're listening to. <laughs> Especially if they're not into that, but... I guess it just depends on the couple, whether you're comfortable with that or not. A lot of guys will think, what do they call it? Blowjob week. That's it. I've heard that term several times that they think, oh no, I don't want to fuck her when she's bleeding, but she can give me a blowjob or even anal. They'll think that means the back door is now open. Oh yes, yes, yes. Men will do anything to get backdoor access and that time of the month is usually when they will try the hardest. Oh, the things that people try, George, the things that yes. people try. Yes, and that that is one that's I hadn't remembered about that, but it's true. That is one that is one thing that it's definitely not for everyone. I mean, some guys will be reluctant, and like mm -hmm. you said, will be like, no, no, no. And other guys, like you said, other guys will be sure. Why not? I would really have a problem if I asked a guy, you know what? I'm really horny. It's that time of the month. I hope you don't have a problem with it. We'll just put some extra towels down on the bed. I would feel really kind of insulted if they declined me. I would say, look, I don't expect oral. That's fine. We're not going there. Mm -hmm. But for regular sex, I would really feel rejected if somebody said that they did not want that. <laughs> I would just, uh, I would think this, this is a real rejection. It is. Because it's not that big of a deal. What's the worry? You know, you have to take a shower after? What's the big deal? It's no big problem. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Some guys are too conservative, I guess. Maybe a lot of women would not want that. Like I said, for me, everything depends on cramps, whether I would want to have an orgasm or not. Sometimes you can be in so much pain from cramps. You sh that's the last thing on your mind. You don't want to think about anything. If you feel fine, why not? Uh, like you said, I, I, some women are for it. Some women are against it. And same goes for the guys. Some guys will have no problem at all. Some guys, like you said, it is fetish of theirs. Some guys really enjoy it. And others will be reluctant and stay away. Like like I said, no, no I'm good. I'll wait. And like you said, no, I'll settle for a BJ. <laughs> Another thing, George, that Halloween brings to mind is, of course, ghosts and spirits. And Ooh. something I have read about and done some blogs about and that there has been folklore about for thousands of years is people that have sex or claim to have had sex with spirits the succubus and everything that comes to visit you in the night oh. and that would be very interesting i think i was actually thinking you know having a sexual relationship with a spirit could actually have many positive aspects no worries of pregnancy disease you don't have to give them half the room in your closet 
<laughs> you don't have relatives to worry about quarreling with. I think having a sexual relationship with a spirit definitely could have some advantages. And from what I've read, it can be absolutely mind-blowingly fantastic, intense sex. Women that have experienced it say that it really is a very intense feeling. Why can't I attract somebody like this from the other side? That would be interesting. Here I am laying on my bed, spread eagle. All right, come get me. Come get me from the spirit world. I'm ready. I, I think it could definitely have some advantages. I mean, I certainly have read other horrifying cases of basically rape by a spirit that would be not what you would want but if it was something mutual i don't know i've never been in the situation so i can't say but it sounds very interesting to me if it would be something that you would invite or welcome why not the paranormal yes and from well from the stories i've read or heard it usually it usually is most of the time it is spirit or entity whatever you want to call it that takes over a woman's body. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've never heard the story where, where women have invoked a spirit or kind of caused it, to call it something, caused it to happen. It's usually been, like you were saying, women that have been completely asleep in bed and mm -hmm. all of a sudden they just start feeling as if there is somebody man, making love to them somebody, yeah somebody having sex with them i think that would be very interesting if it was not something that you unwelcomed if this was something that you invited that could be very interesting there was a movie years ago it was a tv movie and it was i loved it it was a fantastic movie and it was with jane seymour and gerald mccraney this is going back to the early 80s and they moved into this house and this house was haunted with a male spirit. Jane Seymour fell in love with this male spirit and she could feel him kissing her. And I remember there was a scene where she was in the shower and there was steam on the bathroom mirror and he started to write something in the steam. Oh, it was a very nice and sexy and, uh, you know, spooky movie. And it really, what the hell was the name of it? I can't think of it, but it was a very sexy movie and he fell in love with her so deeply that he wanted her to kill herself to be with him. And I remember there was the scene at the end where he had poured these two champagne glasses and he had put poison in them and he wanted her to drink the champagne with the poison in it so that it would kill her and she could be with him on the other side and she put it in her mouth and then she spat it out it was just it was this very interesting movie and i've always been intrigued by something like that where you could develop feelings for somebody on the other side kind of thing and, and something go on. I mean, it was a TV movie, so there wasn't any graphic sex scenes or anything. I've always thought since then, what an interesting thing that might be to have an experience like that. It would. I'd love to I'd love to hear from somebody that has experienced that. I really would. I, I really would because you see it sometimes on TV talk shows mm -hmm. and, and you really and you don't know just how much of it is staged or I think probably a lot of it is for attention. There's a lot of attention whores out there. Paid actors and whatnot. Yeah, just roll with it. Just say that yeah it was an amazing experience but I, I really would I really would like to hear from anyone who's really who's honestly experienced something like that to get their point of view and what, what they felt how it happened did it happen more than once it, it really is an interesting topic it is I would think it would happen more than once I mean especially if this was happening in your home they would know where to find you I'm guessing so I mean if they got <laughs> down and dirty with you <laughs> And it was a good time for all, then why not come back and have more? I'm guessing so. And I mean, it, yeah, well, you really couldn't turn them down because you wouldn't see them. This is true. 
<laughs> so they, they, they pretty much have their way with you whether you want to or not. It would be pretty scary if you felt like you were being raped by a spirit. I mean, that, well, there's, so, <laughs> if you couldn't kick them off, that would uh, be very frightening. There, there's also that side of it, too. Women that have been raped by spirits. That would and, be terrifying. Uh, just like the women that say it was an intense and good experience, I've also heard from the women that have said it was the most terrifying thing because like we were just saying you can't you don't see anybody so you can't kick anything off of you no it's just happening and you can't stop it that would be very frightening it really would all these spooky topics that there are definitely lots of spooky topics everything from sex during the period to being raped by spirits this is our creepy halloween show for sure Well, we started off. We started off <laughs> so <mellow>. innocent, <laughs> and look how we end up. Yes, yes, we, yes. Uh, things take bizarre turns along the way here on the Climax yes. Connection Radio Show. Totally, they do. We, 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 well, we did warn them on show one that we don't shy away from anything. So. No, and we're both kind of uh, a little unusual, so we have yes. no problem talking about topics that other people might find bizarre or shy away from. Not at all. Not at all. No, we want to be interesting and entertaining and controversial and want people to talk about it and to think about the things that we say and then to send us emails with feedback of what they liked or didn't like. What they Or what they would like for us to yes. talk about. Feel yeah. free. We're, we're all about hearing listeners' opinions and what they like, what they didn't like. So feel free, please. We, we welcome it. Absolutely. <laughs> My goodness. Well, this Halloween, I will be at home, the same as I always am. I haven't gone out dressed up since I was a kid. I used to love getting dressed up. I wish that I still could. I mean, I guess technically I could, but I'm not really go out to a bar sort. Well, I know they have costume contests at those sorts of places. That's not really something I would do. But I always did love getting dressed up. That was definitely one of my highlights of the year was going to school in my costume, how we used to do that. Mm -hmm. I think it's a shame now that so many school districts have outlawed Halloween because of these foreigners that have come over and they say, oh, well, my my culture doesn't celebrate Halloween, so we're going to change that. Oh, fuck that. You don't like it here. Get the hell out. That's that's my take on it. I'm opinionated, people. Get used to it. I I think um, to some point, if it's something, and in this case, being being in the U.S., it is something that is celebrated. I think, and in Canada, if, too, yes. If you're if you're the if you're the foreigner, you have to adjust to what's done to wherever it is that you're going to. The same as if I were to go to a country where Halloween is not celebrated or frowned upon or whatnot, I would have no choice but to adjust to the customs of the country I'm in. Well, we used to have a lot of fun. I always hated school when I was a kid, but I always liked going that day so that I could show off my costume. And I remember at this one elementary school we were at, we would actually walk around the block. Everybody dressed up would walk around the block and they had a contest in the auditorium for the best, the first, second, and third prize and and all these things and some of the kids moms would make little treats cupcakes or something like that candies stuff like this popcorn balls i remember those all these things that the kids moms would make and it would be like a little party and we would all bring these treats that the moms had make and we would have them and some of the teachers the female teachers would bring things that they had made brownies or whatever and those are fond memories and it's a shame that kids today 
are being robbed of that because of a handful of foreigners in some school that think that, you know, this is some heathen, godless holiday that shouldn't be in existence. That's that's just ridiculous. It's changed a lot. I mean, I, I know that it's gotten sometimes a bit out of hand because nowadays you really don't know what you're getting yourself into sometimes by letting not little kids, but the younger to teenage kids dress up and be celebrate Halloween and then all of a sudden you have you have all this uh, a kid pulls out a gun at school and goes crazy starting start shooting people it's a different world today George than we grew up in it really is you didn't need to worry about people poisoning candy and all this stuff when I was a kid I mean it was really really rare that you would ever hear about somebody putting pins in an apple or in a candy bar or something I mean it was just a, a far more innocent time. And it's like, think today, you know, would you want to send your kid to some stranger's house to accept food from somebody that they didn't know? Probably not. It no, it definitely no, seems like a scarier prospect. This, I mean, I remember my mom when I would, she always went with me. She would dress up too. And she would be in the car creeping along the curb as I would go from house to house because she would never let me go alone. And she would check over all the candy after the evening was over. And I would, you know, lay it all out and she would inspect it to make sure all the wrappers were intact and everything and I wouldn't be eating anything that had been tampered with Mm -hmm. but it's just it's a different world today it really is it's not as safe or innocent a world no uh, unfortunately it it has become what it is and and yes now you have to be extra careful I, I see the example I don't have kids but I see the example with my sister she has three and now they'll they'll go trick-or-treating but they only go to neighbors houses where my sister knows the parents well yeah we didn't do that when i was a kid my mom <laughs> something my mom always did that i thought was hilarious she would drive me to the rich areas of town <laughs> And I remember the people at this house say, oh, you don't look familiar. I haven't seen you before. Do you live around here? Oh, no, my mom drives me up here because the pickings are better up here. I remember (laughs) saying that. I think their jaw must have dropped. And she would always drive me to these neighborhoods that were, you know, far nicer than the ones that we lived in. And we would go up there. I always thought that was funny. I mean, we had an aunt that lived in that area. It was my mom's aunt that lived in this one area that we used to go. And it was a nicer area. And um, that's where we would usually go trick-or-treating. And it was really funny. It was uh, it was quite funny. I thought it was, anyway. Well, yeah, it, it was because you knew that in those areas, like you said, I mean, the pickings were a lot... <laughs> A lot better yeah. than just getting a couple of candy corns. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you wanted Snicker bars and the good stuff, you knew where you had to go. Oh, there were always all kinds of interesting things. There were some people that wouldn't give out candy. I always hated the ones that gave out the raisins and the apples. Nobody wanted that. But I remember there was a man oh, that used gosh. to give out, I think it was a dentist or something, and he gave out like a new toothbrush that was in the package. I remember <laughs> thinking that was weird. That was the toothbrush man, yes. And there was one that used to give out balloons, like an un- uninflated balloon. Some would give a couple of pennies. A few years I remember going around with the UNICEF box and collecting for, for that and taking it back to school the next day. But yeah, there were definitely people that would give things other than candy. So I remember there was one guy that would give out a brand new pencil. I, there were all kinds of strange things the 
of people would do other than uh, give out candy. Then give out candy, yes. Uh-huh. yes that there is were always true. some funny things, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Fond I, memories. It's funny, yeah. Cause now, now you had me thinking. I'm like, well, yeah, I figures, yeah, the dentist would give out a toothbrush. <laughs> well, I don't know that he was a dentist. <laughs> I kind of assumed that he was if he was giving out a new toothbrush. That sort of uh, thought he's probably getting these in bulk for very little at his office. So it's it's an interesting thing to give out. But, well, George, I guess this is the close of our Halloween Climax Connection radio show. We hope we have entertained the listeners with our bizarre conversation that has jumped all over the map here from scary to sexy Halloween to all these different things. Absolutely, absolutely. And if and if you're going to go out there, be safe, enjoy, have fun, make the most of it. But like I said, main main thing overall is be safe, guys. We want to keep you as listeners, so yes. enjoy, have a good time. And I guess we will be back next week. Okay. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. This program is brought to you in part by eroticaudiorecordings.com. Thank you for listening to our Climax Connection radio program. We do hope you enjoyed our show. Please tune in again soon, and be sure to visit ClimaxConnection.com. If you're looking for free adult chat, erotic short stories and audios, and free phone sex, cyber sex, and webcam sex partners.